What up, Double Black family? Hayes and Nini here. We're about to uh, see what the prep are talking about here. And uh, got to turn the volume up. Let's see if this works. Uh, Brought to you here by Full Spectrum Survival every single day on YouTube. Let's begin. Beginning on yesterday, December 22nd, Russian and Chinese naval forces engaged in joint military drills in the East China Sea. This is a situational report regarding our next war with China. The latest of a series of exercises that showcased a deepening defensive tie between China and Russia. Strategists say that this, the latest drills between the two countries, continues to be a global pariah for the war that is coming. In the exercise that was meant to prepare the Russian and the Chinese Navy and military presence to fight against America, Japan, South Korea, and possibly Australia, it has been confirmed that Russia deployed a Baryag missile cruiser, the Marshall S destroyer, two corvettes of the Russian Pacific Fleet, while China sent in two destroyers, a diesel submarine, several other ships for drills that began just a few uh, short hours ago in terms of military exercises. Reports from the Russian Defense Ministry say that the exercise in wartime readiness is expected to last between six and eight days. It will involve a full firing exercise, anti-submarine attacks, as well as the deployment of operations of Russian and Chinese aircraft. The main goal, according to the Ministry of Defense, is to strengthen the naval cooperation between Russia and the People's Republic of China, to maintain peace, and to maintain stability in the Asia-Pacific. Moscow and China have strengthened their military cooperation since the war began with Ukraine. This has triggered in, uh, condemnation around the world, sanctions that were meant to cripple the Russian economy but ended up only hurting the people of the countries that enacted those sanctions. China has so far refused to criticize Russia over its invasion of Ukraine. It has knocked down uh, Western sanctions. Moscow has supported Beijing as tensions between China and the United States grow over Taiwan. Russia is expected to make for our currency purchases of foreign currency in Chinese yuan in 2023, according to two sources that have familiarity with the issue. On the ground data confirms that the Russian leadership, former president Medvedev, is working closely with the Chinese president. This is in a push to counter a Ukrainian leader's visit to Washington within the USA for uh, talks with Biden. According to Reuters, Medvedev and the Chinese president discussed a new no-limits strategy, a partnership between Moscow and Beijing, as well as Russia's war in Ukraine. Oil price reporting shows that the sanctions and economic war that has taken place right now against Russia, these sanctions are having little effect. Data shows that China is continuing to ignore the price cap on Russian crude imposed by the EU, by Australia, and the G7. The nation is confirmed to be buying Russian oil at deep, deep discounts. Russia's President Vladimir Putin has spoken against the American gifting of Patriot missile defense systems. He warns that these Patriot systems are not as good as Russian missiles. He has pledged to destroy them. 
The Patriot is quite an outdated system, Putin says. It doesn't work as well as our S-300 surface-to-air missiles. We will destroy them as well. Let them supply them. The Pentagon, John Kirby, says that the Wagner Group fighting for Russia has 50,000 fighters in Ukraine. 10,000 of those are contractors. 40,000 are convicted felons. Around 1,000 convicts have been uh, taken out in recent fighting. Now, here's a question I have for you, and that's why this show is different than any other in the world, because we discuss the things that are happening and ways that you and your family can get ready for them, because this is a survival channel. This is a preparedness channel. And so when the government finally goes through the cycle, you know, there's three distinct variations of this cycle. There is tyranny. Tyranny is always followed by revolution. It could be six months of tyranny. It could be 600 years of it. Revolution is always followed by a time of relative peace. And that relative peace is always followed by some form of tyranny. And so the wheel, so the cycle begins again. And so my question to you is, as the USA turns from a time of relative peace to one of tyranny, what do you expect to happen? Do you think that the USA will not enact a similar fighting mechanism and defensive mechanism in defense of government uh, and uh, infrastructural support as the Russians with Wagner, as the introduction of convicted felons fighting for the government? And do you think those <coughs> felons, do you think those comics, now I'm not saying all comics are bad, a lot of them are wrongly, wrongly put away or put away for things that have no real justification for the time that they spent put away. But I'm talking about the people who have had everything taken away from them by the system. They have been broken down and they are coming back a new person. You know, they say once you go to prison, you don't come back the same. Nope. It's kind of like how the military breaks you down over basic, but wholly different because it wipes away a lot of the empathy and humanity that you used to have. And so do you think that the United States of America does not have a similar game plan to bring in a contracting group like Wagner to use convicted prisoners at the hopes that they will get some time off or the hopes that they will become a free man if they defend the government and defend infrastructure? And if you think that that's a possibility, and I'm asking you, what are you doing to get ready for that? The whole future revolves around your ability to not be the tallest male to st uh, stand up, not be the first to be hammered down, not to stick out as a beacon of light in an era of darkness. That means when your power goes out, you know that one million plus people, and we are at just the beginning of this winter storm, one million plus right now are without power. The thing is, some of the states are suffering negative 45 degrees. Do you think that power is going to get resupplied anytime soon? We hope, but that is all that we have left in many cases. And so as you're without power, if you were prepared enough to have a backup, don't stand out like a beacon of light to your neighbors who do not. Because somebody's family member with a CPAP machine, with an oxygen generator, with a refrigerator that needs to keep the insulin cold. They will not be so happy that you were prepared. 
Continuing on, the Pentagon says that Wagner is fighting hard. Putin says that the Russian economy has suffered zero loss as a result of the price caps and Western sanctions. Now, I don't believe that to be wholly true, but what I do believe is that it has these sanctions have more of an effect on you and on me than they do on the critical government of Russia. Defense analysts around the world are Russian, watching the Russian Navy closely. This is after imaging reports showed a sudden increase in Russian naval activity in the Black Sea. According to analysis, any sudden changes in activity levels and activity patterns are preemptive signatures that indicate impending operations. It's being noted that in the past several hours of footage, there has been a significant alteration in previous submarine and naval positioning. Now, they say that Russia is getting ready for the next stage of its war right now. According to these analysts, open source intelligence operations have analyzed Sentinel-2 satellite imagery from the European Space Agency. The report shows an obvious change in an increase in Russian naval activity. It's reported that when the Sentinel-2 passed over the, uh, the local region, a number of ships outside the harbor were seeing these include Kilo-class submarines, which appear to be returning to base. Now, what we see happening right now is a huge change in threat posture. Uh, open source operations show that four Russian-improved Kilo-class submarines are currently based in the Black Sea. They are used to launch caliber missiles against Ukraine. It appears that they now are operating from different regions when active uh, missile strike calls come in. The submarine is seen as being escorted by a fast boat, likely a Raptor assault boat, a helicopter, probably an MI-8 HIP. These are to protect Ukrainian uh, uncrewed surface vessels, also known as maritime drones, from striking the submarine. Ukraine had previously attacked ships with these, but none were wholly sinken, uh, sunken. This level of activity has not been seen in weeks, and the ships and submarines do come and go, but frequency and locations are of note. Strategists say that while it is unclear why the Russian Navy has suddenly increased their activity, there has been historical data suggesting that a Russian attack could be imminent, one coming as soon as within the next 48 to 72 hours. Moldova recently warned that it saw an increased threat of amphibious landing in an attempt to create a land bridge in Transnistria. Alternatively, Russia could be anticipating a Ukrainian advance south from Kyrgyzstan toward Crimea. One of the ships observed sailing north appears to be a repair ship. These auxiliary ships are important to continued combat operations. So if one is leaving the area, you have to see and take note that there may be a larger indicator of coming operations. Backing these claims up, we recognize a report coming in from uh, Ukrainska Pravda from intelligence sources warning that the government needs to get ready. It says that Russia is likely going to resort to another massive missile strike on Ukraine before the year end. The Russian president and the country's defense minister have agreed to intensify information dissemination operations. These are operations accusing NATO and accusing America as being a pre uh, presented military threat to Russia. The defense ministry has claimed to have stated that NATO's military expansion near Russian borders, including Finland and Sweden, uh, as well as NATO membership aspirations necessitate an appropriate military response from Russia so that Russia can form a military uh, defensive force group. 
<clears throat> senior Kremlin officials say that the uh, different regions attempting to get into NATO do pose a threat this year and the next. The Kremlin, Dmitry Peskov says, that's the spokesperson for the Kremlin, states that Finland and Sweden joining NATO would not represent an ex existential threat for Russia until 2023. But look at where we're at. We have just days left. The defense minister publicly presented a series of proposed Russian defense policy changes. Why is this important, guys? That's what I want to ask you. Why is this important? Why do we, you know, people say, Brad, you're just talking about Russia and Ukraine. Well, that's not true because we talk about the economy. We talk about China. We talk about all the things that affect the prepared community. This is the news that you need to know if you are a preparedness-minded individual. Why? Because the things that are happening in these locations today begin to affect you tomorrow. Look at how this war has affected your ability to pay your bills. People said it was a nothing burger, a no big deal. It wasn't even going to happen. Russia would never cross the country's borders. They said that inflation would be quickly swept under the rug and gathered under control by the Federal Reserve. They said all these things would happen, and look at how your life is affected today. More people than ever are skipping holiday gifts for their families, regardless of their religion. More people than ever are not traveling to be with their family because they can't afford to. They have to work extra hours if they want to keep the electricity on. More people than ever are in worse positions than they ever have been. And history is going to notate that this is going to be more akin to the Great Depression of the early 1900s than anything as soft as the recessions in the 2000s. That's why this is important. And so my mission statement on this channel is to deliver to you actionable intelligence. If you get news from Fox, you get news from CNN, you might get a blip or two, you might gather some information, but their whole revenue model is to deliver to you information that they want you to see. They have a narrative that they are following, an agenda that they are following. I don't know whether it's purposeful or not, but they have fallen right into the left versus right trap. And that's not what I'm trying to tell you because I want you to survive. I don't care if you're independent, a Democrat, a Republican, I don't care what you identify yourself as. I don't care if you're 19 or 91. You are a human. And so you are my brother or my sister. And that's why I care about you. I want you to use this information to stay awake, to realize just how this world is continuing to go toward a negative direction and to say to yourself, what can I do about this? And so we only change what we can. And right now, we can change the way that we react to the next couple of years. The defense minister to Russia has suggested that Russia forms a new army corps, two new airborne assault divisions, three new motorized rifle divisions in occupied regions, expand seven existing brigades in the northern fleet and western, central, and eastern military districts including seven new motorized rifle divisions while expanding five existing naval infantry uh, brigades, five naval infantry divisions. He also presented or proposed to uh, the Russian government that it formed 
five artillery divisions to support military districts. He proposed an increase in the strength of the Russian armed forces to up to 2 million servicemen, including 700,000 contracted servicemen, gradually increasing the age of conscription for military service from 18 to 21 and raising the age limit from 27 to 30. Though a timeline was not specified, we know that they need to work hard. Gazprom has said that it will not sell gas to hostile countries if the price exceeds the price set by the Russian cabinet. Putin says that we, Russia, reserve the right to reconsider whether we are required to fulfill or refill gas contracts if other parties breach their side of the contract. In the Ukrainian situation report, Russian training is happening right now. They are training Belarusian pilots to fight, uh, fly jets with nuclear warheads. Strategists say that the forward deployment of nuclear-armed Russian SRBMs to Belarus, if indeed the warheads are in place, extends the strategic deterrence umbrella or capabilities to Belarus. This means Moscow sees a possibility of needing to deter against NATO, to defend against NATO and America in retaliatory strikes against Belarus. Reports say that Putin and Lukashenko have agreed to a military alliance one more that will have Russia train Belarusian forces to operate new modes of this war. Putin told reporters that after his meeting with Lukashenko, in an apparent agreement or nod to nuclear weapons, that Russia's decision, Russia's decision to train these pilots follows up a statement that was made earlier in June, floating the possibility that nuclear warheads weapons would be used on the uh, SU-25 Frogfoot uh, airplanes. I thank you, Vladimir Vladimirkov, Putin, for our fi uh, finding mutual understanding and support of all matters and for our making the necessary decisions, says the Belarusian leader. I offer special thanks from me and from the military for fulfilling your promise, he says. Today we've commissioned the S-400 air defense missile complex that you handed over to Belarus. And most important, importantly, the Iskander complex, which you have handed over after promising us half a year ago. The two leaders discussed the formation of a common defensive space, a provision of security, including cooperation within the framework of the Collective Security Treaty Organization. Belarus will preside over this organization next year. So we have a lot of things taking place here, guys. So much happening. And I just want you and your family to get ready. One of those ways is we ask the community to tell us what you need to know. Give us your questions. I want to answer one of those questions here. Randy says, question, what should everyone do if we are at work when the S finally hits the fan? For example, I work third shift. Most likely a nuke would be fired at night, he says. I live six minutes driving from my employer. I'm guessing I'm 30 miles away from where a nuke could hit. Would I have time to run home and get in my basement? Or would I have to camp out at work for three days and cover my whole body and risk going out? I didn't realize a bunker is only good if you're home. RV Alamode replied, I would keep supplies in your car at all times to be able to bunk in your car. I carry 72 days, excuse me, seven days worth of supplies along with emergency blankets, sleeping bags, extra gas, Godspeed. Pupils Cat says, I faced this issue until I retired and moved. A car kit and an EDC bag are your lifesavers. Get minimal food, minimum food and lights. Get lifeboat water. Empty bags for grabbing tap water or use from recycling bins. 
He says, I'm not kidding. Then go as protected as you can. If bombs fall, do not be outside or hiding in a car. 14 days of sheltering will help you survive. Randy replies, uh, great idea to RV Alamode. I have an extra backpack. I could fill it up with food, water, and supplies and put it in my truck. Thank you. He replied to Google's tap. 14 days, question mark. I would like to get home as soon as possible so my supplies and weapons wouldn't be stolen. I read somewhere that you could go outside after three days as long as all your skin is covered and you wear a mask. He asks, does this sound about right? Pupil's cat replied, it varies. Staying deep inside for 12 hours past the explosion time dramatically increases your survival odds. 14 to 21 days if well supplied and safe. Alpha and beta emitters uh, should be fine covered up and masked if you can strictly uh, strip down safely. If there is ash, then there is gamma radiation. Avoid it. In all cases, limit your time outside to an extreme minimum for as long as you can, and just hope a local bomb does not go off. Randy replied to Hubles, thank you for the informative information. I appreciate it, even though it's not what I wanted to hear. My concern is someone raiding my house before I'm able to get there. Do you know what's a good kind of suit to buy to keep in my truck? Guys, this is what our community is about. Look at this back and forth and helping each other. Pupils Cat replied, use the attic and gardens. Hard in the UK, I know. One thing is a false wall. Shelves, stores, drywall all over it. Look at your bed. Can you access the box spring and insert stuff inside of it? He's talking about hiding his goods. Basic home security might deter. A full NBC suit is cool, but a full set of sturdy reindeer and bandana works also. You would need strong sunglasses. If you have a stable workplace, look hard for safe hiding areas there. Going home looking for sturdy buildings to sleep or rest in. The key is to lower the radiation that you absorb. We will all get a dose. I hope it never happens. And so what are your thoughts on this? Definitely, definitely a, a hardy rain suit. Uh, you know, the key is you have to be able to wash yourself down before you go inside and you have to be able to uh, you know, deep, you, you have to decontaminate. So first of all, don't let the, the, uh, anything that has touched the ash or anything else touch your body, your skin. Second, you better wash it down. And so having your entire body covered from head to toe is important. How do you do that? Well, you have to have, like people said, boots, uh, rain gear, uh, taped down at the, uh, you know, at the seams. You need to have a full face mask or some way to cover your entire face. You need to be able to breathe through a mask. Don't let any of these, you know, anti-mask digits say anything to you. You need a mask if you're dealing with nuclear radiation that lays any kind of waste through fine particulates. Will it, will it stop everything? No, let's not be silly. If you can breathe, something gets through. But that doesn't matter to me. What I want is for it to stop as much as I can afford it to. And that's what matters to me. What do you do with that mask after? Well, if it's not a uh, nuclear radiation mask, you just need to discard it because you don't want to bring it inside. You don't want to reuse it. Uh, goggles, they need to be tight fitting. Uh, if you don't have a full face mask, like you know, a full shield. There are so many things to think about here, but the biggest thing is, one, you're right. Stay inside for three days. Two, if you can stay inside longer, stay inside longer. If you can't, you know what you have to do. You have to have water, you have to have shelter, you have to have food. You have to get your family to safety. 
So just have all of these plans and you will do the best that you can. And that's all we can ask of ourselves and of each other. Thank you guys for being here with us. I hope that you are staying safe during this cold snap. From my family to you and yours, please stay safe and keep watching. Check out nutrientsurvival.com forward slash FSS if you're interested in long-term food storage. Make sure that you use the code FSS15 to get 15% off. Contingency Medical, it's real doctors and real antibiotics. They just told us that their uh, website came back online. Contingencymedical.com. If you're looking for an antibiotic pack from a real doctor, from a real pharmacy, use the code FSS10 and get a discount there. Stay safe, everyone. What's up, Black family? Hayes here. Getting ready to share Brother Philip Scott's newest content about his uh, travels on a plane. Hope you enjoy it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I had to do some traveling. Um, we was, you know, going to spend, you know, the holidays, you know, with uh, some family we haven't seen in a while. So I had to take a flight and, um, you know, I left, you know, Houston, you know, in the midst of that, all that wind was blowing and, you know, that, uh, winter blast that came in. I left my house about 3.30 AM. Man, it was about 20 degrees. Wind blowing about 40 miles an hour. Well, that junk was cold. Anyway, so I, I flew, I got, got on my flight to with Delta uh, from Houston to Atlanta. So I had like a little layover, maybe about an hour or so layover. That's cool. But I had no issue or problem with that. So then I, I, I talked to one of the sisters for, from Delta. Um, you know, she told me the lady told me she was about 52, 53 years old. And um, a real, real, real nice lady. She, she was telling me about they had some, you know, other brothers and sisters right there that was in a wheelchair. And, you know, she wanted to make sure they was helped. I mean, very, very, very nice lady. You could ask a better lady, right? Well, then they had this woman that showed up. And she worked with that company called Unify. And I know of that company because my daughter used to actually work for them uh, in Houston at one point in time. And they are a contractor um, with Delta. And she told me the type of people he was hiring is, is like the, you know, Pookie, Ray Ray, Hood Rats, like them type. That's what they hired. And they, they in the dope, out the dope. Okay, fine. So I knew that, that that company because my daughter used to work for them. So as the sister talking to me, she had one one of them just showed up out of the blue, charging her up. I'm like, wow. I mean, this is my area. And then why are you all in my area and you're talking to them like, wait a minute, this don't work for Delta. You are a contractor. You understand that your position? Like contractors get out of there real quick. Even when she walked out. So the sister was like, Did you just come here? And she was talking to me. I said, Yeah, that was kind of wrong. Like, why is she talking to you like that? You know, so as, you know, the sister just kind of explained to me, you know, why she had to help the people, you know, they're sitting there as part of her job. You know, we just had, you know, she was telling me that. Well, anyway, that same lady, she comes back around, y'all. And then she singles me out. 
And then she says, um, are you talking about me? I looked at her and I said, uh, are you the zone leader? Yeah. I said, okay. I said, how are you doing? I'm all right. I said, you having a good day? I mean, I see you running, walking around here. You having a good day? Yeah. I said, okay. I was just trying to find out. You know, she was kind of brought, brought her tone down. And then she kind of walked off. And the Delta lady was like, wow, she said her tone down with you. You were talking to her. I said, well, I said, what I do for a living, uh, sister, I can deal with ratchetness or I can deal with the boardroom. I, I can take it either way. It's just, it's just what I do. I said, now, if I really wanted to make <laughs> uh, make make her um, have some problems with that, I'll just turn on my camera and just blast in her face and her name and everything, and I, I could have made a real problem for her real quick. I said, I, I decided not to, you know, not to do that. I just wanted to try to bring her, her, her down a little bit. But I'm, I'm, I'm making this, this, this podcast to say this. If you're not happy at your job, quit. Just go ahead and quit. 2023, go ahead and just quit if you're not happy. Don't just come up on people and just mess with people. Like, like what's, what's, what's wrong with you? Why? You know what I'm saying? That's not right at all. None of, and this woman did this in front of other customers, and the customers there were some elderly brothers and sisters. They were from Louisiana. You know, the one sister had a had a really deal of cake in her hand. She was gonna take it to her daughter. I mean, everybody was in a good mood because this attitude Andy showed up, and everybody just shaking their head at, 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 at this female. Like, just quit your job. Don't work in customer service. Because what if I was a um, somebody from corporate that she didn't know who I was? Uh, she could have been fine talking to me like that at the time. I mean, you know, like she charged me. I was like, she was going to do something. You know, like, what, what if I would have met her with the same energy? You know what I'm saying? What if I would have did that? But I, I just know, I just know people like her is not happy. There's no reason not to be well. You know, like I said, a lot of people got issues and problems, but there's no reason to be acting that way on the job, right? I mean, it's like from what everybody was saying, this woman just just makes everybody miserable. And I'm like, she couldn't work around me. I said because I would make her miserable. I said I would ag- aggressively uh, uh, make her uh, talk to her and make her my friend. When I'm being aggressive, I'm not being an aggressive manner like I'm trying to bully her or something. Oh, I'll, I'll make her tired of me. I'll be talking to her all the time. Hey, how you doing? You all right? How has your kid? How's this? Is it yay lunch? You did this? I'll be trying to get on her nerves just being nice to her. But some people like that, they can't stand when somebody to be nice to them. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something about a lot of these little women. <laughs> Let's talk about that. A lot of these women are happy. And I can tell in five minutes if a woman is happy or not. I can tell. It's, it's, I guess maybe because I've been living long enough. Maybe I've been seeing enough women in my day. You know, I, I, know, I know when a sister's happy and I know when she's not. You can just really tell based on just, just, just the overall treatment. You know, because they, because when they're happy, they, they, they bring a joy around. Like the sister from Delta, very, very sweet lady. You know, I can tell she's very happy. But the other one is just mean, being mean to everybody. Get you some talk on therapy. If you are mean, get some therapy. Something's really wrong with you. 
It's not everybody's fault what your problem is. Yeah, I mean, you, you're just a hellraiser. And, and, and I tell you this much, she's lucky I wasn't a supervisor of that job because she'd been fired. You don't go around there talking to customers like that. What the hell wrong with you? Without them customers, you're not going to have a job. Customer service has to be the, the, the number one. And like I said, I'm talking about it, but like I said, I could have, you know, even I would have got her name and wrote a nasty email to Delta. You know, I mean, I spent good money with Delta. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, I got I got a you know a couple of credit cards from and everything else. So so trust me, I I, I promise you, if I would send her even an email, she'd have been gone. But but I'm not like that. I, you know, I'm a firm believer in trying to give black people you know second chances, third chances sometimes. You know, but this thing, other groups of people do that with their people. So so I'm the same way about about us. You know, I, I will I will go a little bit longer with us in the community. I will. Um, because sometimes some of us just not happy, and, and I, I get it. But you know, don't don't test it now. No, don't, don't test it because you know it, it would have been the wrong brother, the wrong sister. It, it, it would have been a problem that day. But yeah, if you're not happy in your job, quit before you go into 2023. Quit. Let me tell y'all something that I did, and many of you know, many of you haven't known this. For since 2001, I was uh, I started the petrochemical industry. Well, I mean, some people heard me say that, and I worked. Uh, I started off actually uh, as a tankerman, uh, riding uh, boats, tow boats. Um, I was working a 20 days on, 10 day off schedule. I did that for about two and a half years and then I got off of boats and I went um, what you would call a shore side tankerman. Um, a tankerman is basically they go to a barge loaded with you know you go oils, chemicals, etc. Right? Um, a shore side tankerman basically is on call and they call you until you go to whatever refinery is a shell you know below crude oil to whatever either a certain barrel amount max draft whatever um i did that particular short side job uh for about i guess a good five years or so and then i got tired of that and i switched over um to the terminal side of, of the business and from definitely around 2009 ish eight eight i guess 2008 2009 ish Somewhere around there. No, no, I'm sorry. 2005. 2005, all the way up until um, Monday of this week, I was on the terminal side. Now, yes, all these years that I have been um, on the internet, um, you know, building and doing things, I have been work. I still was working my petrochemical job. Um, I had a DuPont schedule. And I will say that my job was not providing my lifestyle. It was more so what I do online. I would have quit some years ago, but I was advised not to uh, by uh, Sister Allie, um, not to do that. And because um, I was still paying child support at the time. Yes, I'm done paying child support. Thank God for that. And uh, so I finally, I finally uh, walked away from it because I was going to start 2023 going full throttle into everything I'm doing now. So now 
I can go just, you know, as they say, balls to the wall. And I'm excited about that. So even even I has decided to um, walk away from something and, and go full throttle into what I was doing. It took me about 10 years, but I want to make sure that things are built up the right way before I decided to walk away from, you know, a 20 plus year career. And, and it's, it's not nothing that, you know, I want to go back to. I don't want to think about it, but, you know, they didn't really, it was very, you know, I was shocked that they were sad to see me go, believe it or not, they were. But, you know, you can't really replace 20, 21 years of experience, you know, in this industry. You can't. And what I know about the industry, well, that's why I say if I had got a good amount of money, I would start my own terminal. <laughs> because there's a lot of money in petrochemical. Well, I know that, I know that industry like the back of my hand. So if I walked away from something that I, I had done for 21 years, okay, uh, 10 of those years I was building my platform and building, you know, the company that we have now, then you can walk away from a job that you don't like and you ain't got to treat people any kind of way. You don't have to do that whatsoever. And that's what I try to encourage you to do. Start 2023 off fresh. Do that. Because uh, all that being mad and pissed off and all that mess, no, that, that's just not it. It's not the business. Treat people right. Because you never know who you're talking to sometimes. Because if I was like one of these people that really be on one, let me tell y'all something. Some of these people that you that you watch, I'm telling you, some of these people are, 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 are really let these platforms get to their head. Some of them. And some of them, you know, they 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 get real ugly with people too, because they thinking they 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 like my grandma say, oh, you think you're too much now, huh? I said some of them do. Some of them think that, you know. Some of them, you know, I remember when some of them just started out, and you talk to them today, you, or, you know, you can't even talk to them today. You know, you try to want, want to talk to them, see how they doing, and like, oh, you know, you you can't talk to them no more. And, oh, you know, it's ten thousand dollars to do this. I'm like, okay, you know, cool. You know, which you know, I don't mind paying ten thousand dollars. That's if, if if I understand that the return on investment is gonna come back, I'm cool with it. But um, when I know it's just a conversation, I'm not gonna make no ten thousand dollars on it. Then what's the point? You know what I'm saying? But it's just it's interesting. It's interesting. You know, like I say, some of these so-called people out here, they change, but that's part of the game. But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. You know, uh, make sure, like I said, when you look at twenty twenty three. If you have the change to make, make that change. Don't go into 2023, you know, just not happy. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. As it, we greatly appreciate most all of you, of course. You know, even some of the trolls uh, being here. And we'll see you on the next one.